You're listening to the Women as in Art podcast, and I am your host, Leah Schrager. women as in art. I'm so excited to have you. Um, Let me start by reading your bio and then we'll get into it. That sounds lovely. Great. Um, Andrea Stanislav, born 1968 Chicago, is a contemporary American artist based in New York City. Her hybrid practice spans sculpture, complex multimedia installations, collage, and public art and public interventions. Through spectacle or experiential immersion, her work questions how histories recontextualize in the present, focusing on themes of genocide, migration, and space exploration. She holds a BFA from the School of the Art Institute of Chicago and an MFA from Alfred University, New York. Stanislav's work has been exhibited and collected internationally. Select solo exhibitions and projects include NART, Narva, Estonia, the Mattress Factory Museum of Contemporary Art, Pittsburgh, St. Louis Art Museum, the Museum of Russian Art, Minneapolis, Minneapolis Institute of Arts, Museum of Cosmotics, Moscow, Russia, Weizmann Art Museum, Minneapolis, 21C Museum, Louisville, Bemis Center for Contemporary Arts, Omaha, This Is Not a Shop, Dublin, Ireland, Melissa Morgan Fine Art, Palm Desert, California, Bruno David Gallery, St. Louis, Cada Oro Gallery, New York City, Cynthia Corbett Gallery, London, UK, Packer Schopf Gallery, Chicago, and Socrates Sculpture Park, NYC. And uh, your bio continues very impressively, um, and we'll put that on the website, but in terms of what I'll read, that's where we'll end. Um, Socrates Sculpture Park, that's where we first worked together. That was super yeah. fun. Yeah, we, I, I think we, we actually, we had two performances out in the public yes. realm, and um, also uh, you as playing one of my favorite female characters, uh, Eve Democracy, uh, also at Governor's yes. Island. So, yeah. Yes, that's right. Tell me about Eve Democracy. Yeah, she is a muse. She's been a long time muse. I have to say I'm a a sort of lifelong, well, adult lifelong fan of Godard. And uh, one of my favorite films for a long time has been, and and, and a film that continues to inspire me, and through Black Lives Matter, through everything that we're going through right now, I've rewatched it again and again. Um, mm. is uh, Symphony for the Devil or uh, One Plus One as it was uh, released in, in uh, Europe. And Eve Democracy is a character that uh, Godard has that is, um, she serves as a kind of witness, I would say. And she's she's a little bit of a sounding board, but she's a silent, she's a messenger as well. So she is out there on the streets um, spray painting the sort of slogans. And this is uh, right after the 1968 riots in Paris. That's when Godard made this film in London. And it's also mm-hmm. de- deconstruction of celebrity with the Rolling Stones <coughs> where he filmed them in the studio 
in in the in the act of creation. So it's very much about the art of creation or sort of this act of creation uh, of what would be a rock and roll anthem, the sympathy sympathy for the devil, which I don't know if he knew that when he was making the film. I don't think he actually was aware mm-hmm. of that or they were. Um, but the film is a collage and collage is a big theme in my work. And so the film is collaged with, um, I would say there's about three different uh, collage elements that go back and forth between the studio, Eve Democracy uh, on the streets of London, painting these slogans like Viet Cong, uh, No to War, these very sort of 1960s slogans. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's also uh, another collage, I'd say, cut these scenes with Eldridge Cleaver, um, who was really the, I would say, the philosopher of the civil rights movement, um, along with others. Um, and these these uh, scenes of the sort of death of the female. And at the very end of the film, there's the ascent on the crane of the, it it's, could be Eve democracy or not sure, but the, the, dead, the, dead, the, dead, mm-hmm. the dead female body going off with sort of the flags towards the revolution. <laughs> so, uh, you know, huh. a, a tall ending, <laughs> but um, a really amazing um, ending. And I think that the, that ending, I've, I've thought about it, especially with Godard's passing of uh, this, his regard for the female and the female protagonist and antagonist um, in his films, mm-hmm. of course, uh, Karina and, you know, who, other others mm-hmm. who, who actually plays the Eve Democracy. Um, in in the film, but I brought sort of it was sort of a little wink and a nod into my work where I've credited her on like credit rolls, um, but mm. also thanks to a, a, for a kind of informant and um, mm. as someone who uh, serves as question questioning what is next, and I and that is a, sort of a question that I've put in my work the work uh, that uh, focuses on genocide, um, genocides, I'll say we're plur- plurally with genocides. Um, and mm-hmm. that, like what, that, that is the question, what, what is next? How do we move on from, from these, you know, major mm-hmm. issues? Um, unfortunately, now in 2023, you know, with the war in Ukraine, we, we, we find ourselves in a, you know, in another one of these, uh, mm-hmm. you know, very, very sort of toxic situations. Yeah. So, but is there is yeah. So, and then I just, go ahead. Sorry. So 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 um so you were you were um, generous and gracious enough to to dance and perform as Eve Democracy, and it was interesting because when we if you remember when we were on Governor's Island, that work was very much in response to. Um, the Occupy movement and what had happened mm-hmm. uh, on Wall Street happening right across the river at that right. point in in, right. um, in in Wall Street, um, and and then uh, starting with Socrates, that 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 work has a kind of imperial sort of nod, definitely the flags, and you did this amazing dance around the flags, and Kenny Arnoff, uh, the rock and roll drummer, uh, had laid down this amazing kind of electric drum, drum track that you danced to. And, you know, we had this mm-hmm. sort, of play of sort of their pole, pole dance, but the dance, you danced amongst the, the 50 states of the flags, too, as it somewhat pointed at the UN building. <laughs> so, yeah. Lockerty's Park does. So, um, yeah. Very interesting locations that we that we worked at together. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, totally. It's so, um, well, you do a lot of really fascinating, incredible public location, very large scale works. It it was really so fun to dance. Well, both of them were super fun. Um, Yeah, but being able to actually dance and move within one of your sculptures was really, really cool. Um, So I'm curious how you see uh actually actually let me just jump into sort of my more official questions um yeah um what do you see as the biggest challenges and opportunities for women in art now wow yeah i i wish i wish i could say it (laughs) my age and my generation um I, i think things have improved and um i i will say i i still i still think and i think that this is part of, uh, you know, the issue and, you're in, in, and the, the weight of your question, too, is that 20 years ago, I would be giving the same answer that I am now. Mm. And, and, and or I could say even like, the, you know, 25 or even 30 years ago, I'd be giving the same answer. Mm-hmm. So some things I'm group, but I think that it's the it's the representation of women. Uh, I, I also am a professor. So I'm an arts professor. I uh, mm-hmm. identify as an artist slash professor. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, you we have so many female students in art, arts, visual arts studio programs, the majority of my students uh, for the time I've been teaching. And, and also when I was in school, the in MFA programs, MA programs and undergraduate programs are females. But yet, you know, and as I'm not the only one that that came up with the statistic or, or knows, you know, or, or says this, but when you get out into the, the world of the gallery world, it's, uh, it's become, it's been come co-opted very much by, by, by male artists. Um, mm-hmm. and I think I, I've had a number of conversations, especially in the last five years. And I'm, uh, you know, a huge supporter of civil rights and trans and for everyone, everyone out there. And and Mm -hmm. however we want to present ourselves, I'm, I'm for all shapes and forms and, and, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and evolutions and, and, but, Uh but it goes back to even, you know, with, uh, you know, and I I think it's, it's long overdue to have, uh, you know, the, the scale balance out with, um, with black artists, but as a number of, females have said to me, but you know, the females are at the bottom of the line again. <laughs> so yeah. And, yeah. And, and with other, you know, so it, it's, it, it's still, it's still that um, I'd say that inequality uh, in the, in the commercial gallery world and in, you know, I'd say it, in that solo, you know, that solo museum exhibition, mm-hmm. the blockbuster shows, of course, there's been recognition in the last decade, especially of, female artists that are in their seventies and eighties. And, you know, I don't need to you know, be redundant. I'm sure, you know, you've had these conversations before, but I, and I think now um, one, one of my concerns or the current concerns I was listening to NPR before I was, I, I came on um, is, you know, it, it's where the females being positioned now amongst mm-hmm. with, amongst with, you know, queer populations 
Florida. Okay, <laughs> I just say Florida, <laughs> but but yeah. but it, it, it it's it's the abortion rights situation again. Yeah, and yeah, um, that's something in my lifetime I never ever thought would have been overturned. I mean, you know, the right was yeah. as I as as uh, as, yeah. as as we as we can say, you know, in in um, more liberal places or definitely in New York, it's like when you really feel that you're in the bubble. You, yeah. you think that you're the eternal optimist. Well, that's not going to happen. And um, mm-hmm. time to wake up and see the rest of uh, the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah. um, I, I, but I, I still think that it's that uh, that 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 issue about uh, I would say commercial representation, but also I would yeah. say representation. But I will say that there's you know your work especially too. And I mean, there's, you know, there's been leaps and bounds. Uh, you know, I look at the work of, um, you know, well, so many, so many amazing female artists, but you know, the, but the large, the large exhibitions, it's, it's the large statements. Yeah. And that's where I think there still needs to be continued support where there, yeah. where we close that gap where there, there is, there mm-hmm. isn't a, um, and, mm-hmm. and I guess yeah, really, and and at the same time, I, you know, I'm I'm an individual that is sort of I, you know, I'm against labels actually, and I, <laughs> I know I'm comfortable with labels. So I go, but but we still need need labels, you know. Um, <laughs> there was a there was a, a wonderful show, uh, one one of the best shows I've seen in the 20 years. It was Radical Presence at the Walker, which was uh, black artists uh, in performance art. And, mm. um, and I had a number of friends that were in that show, incredible artist, Dred Scott was in the show, um, and others. Um, and, you know, but, but there was an argument around that show at that time is like, do we really need to have these labels still? And, and I, and I unfortunately mm. say, uh, yes, we, we do, we do mm-hmm. these labels or we do need, you know, it's like female artists, black artists, mm-hmm. others, and, you know, and the list goes on and on. So um, totally, yeah. Um, and but but I go back and forth with that. I think when you know when I was yeah uh, going back to when I was like you know eighteen, coming you know eighteen twenty years old in art school and then coming out of art school, and I feel I feel you know I feel sort of, I have a guilt and an embarrassment now for feeling this way. But I remember thinking at that point in time, and I wouldn't have been where I was, and I wouldn't have had the shows that I had right out of my undergraduate in, in New York, if it wasn't for female artists that had come before me in the seventies mm. and the first wave of the mm-hmm. female artists and Valley export and all these amazing, you know, I could go on and on. And, mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, I was like, I don't want my work to be associated. I want to be an artist. I don't want to be labeled as a female artist. And yeah. I remember feeling, uh, having, having an exhibition at that point when a lot of galleries were in Soho and um, a, a a curator came in from Italy and because my name spelled with an Ave Gras over the, he said to the gallerist and I happened to be in the gallery. He's like, I really like this show. Where is the artist? I would love to meet him. Mm. And I, and I, and then I felt at that moment being like 20, what 20, I don't know what I was, 22 years old. Like, Oh, I, that's such an achievement. And now I'm like, that was so horrible that that oh, actually what I like, I felt like that I made it because he thought I was, <laughs> so that, that, you know, yeah. but, but that speaks to the, the inequality of that time. 
mm-hmm. and trying yeah. to, and this is before that's the internet, wild. this is before you could look somebody up, right. see what they look like, right. they were. And that's so interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, my younger self. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, beautifully said, <laughs> beautifully said with all of that. And it is, yeah frustrated yeah and I, I really get what you identify with or identify with what you're saying about the labels that it's hard because sometimes you want freedom from labels but then I mean even in calling this podcast women as in art I was the, I've been thinking like well is that I'm I'm labeling <laughs> but yeah and sometimes and it gives you access to things access absolutely and I I would say going back to you know my my younger self I would not have been where I was when I was 22 if I, and I have to put a gigantic thank out there to uh, a few female co-op galleries that um, kind of took me under their wing and I became part of, Mm -hmm. this was in Chicago. So this is ARC gallery, Artemisia gallery, and Mm -hmm. they were partnering with the female, uh, they are galleries in New York, the historic galleries. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, coming right out of an undergraduate program, I found that community and, yeah. you know, I have a lot to owe <laughs> to, to, and many of the That's women amazing. were, you know, a generation or two, um, you know, beyond me. So, you know, they were great. Mm-hmm. I was very fortunate to have those mentors at that point in time. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. So, um, so where and how do women find agency and empowerment in art? Yeah, I, 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 I finally, you know, I, I think right now it's through, it's through our voice. It's through our bodies. It's mm-hmm. through our sexuality uh, too. Um, I, I just saw this huge shout out. I'm sure many of your guests have seen, but the Wenguchi Mudu show at uh, the new mm-hmm. museum is phenomenal. Uh, long, long time fan of her work. Um, but mm. to see that, to see the body of the the larger, you know, the oeuvre, the, the sort of the retrospective of her work, um, you see the exploration of the female mm. body. Oh, cool. And, and through, you know, of course, through illness and through sexuality and through, sort of these transformations of chimeras, but I, I think the, the agency is really, it's, it's, it's our voice and it's continuing to do work that is um, unabashedly, unabashedly, excuse me. And, un, you know, it, it is, it is female work. And I, I finally, within my own work, I finally got to that point where I was comfortable with like, I'm going to do work that is about females and I, and I'm, I'm going to celebrate mm. that. It's not trying to be a dude. Mm. <laughs> so, or, 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 or not, not, you know, not identified. Um, uh, uh-huh. you know, we have, we have to be true to ourselves. I mean, we have to do the work. The work has to come from, uh, within, you know, um, yeah. that'd be cliche, but, um, you know, the, the work has to come from within and it's, and we have to do the work that we know who, who, who we are. If we, if mm-hmm. we're not for ourselves, then, you know, it, it doesn't ring true when it, when, mm-hmm. it, when it's out. And, um, about, yeah, going, going back about, I'd say, you know, going, starting about maybe 15, 20 years ago, um, 
I started to do work that was, well, actually, I'll go all the way back to my thesis show at, at Alfred when I was graduating, uh, which was very much informed by the Venus and Furs and sort of mm -hmm. that, all of those sort of, I would say, some of the narratives and sort of the, the sexual plays of, you know, what sort of control and the rules mm -hmm. of the game and rule control. Um, and that, and that's sort of where I say, I, I'd say, I would say I sort of came out as a female artist <laughs> in, in, in some ways. Um, and then the collages that I've been doing, uh, you know, for a, a number of years now where I explore the female body, but also with the deconstruction, with the, the, the political conversations that I'm having as well. And I, I've spent, um, the last, not not right now, but I've spent the last uh, decade in St. Petersburg, Russia, and the understanding mm. of the way women artists are received, and I would say the particular voice that women artists there have, I, I learned a lot. I, I met many amazing, very strong female artists, and what was interesting to me is that, and so I'm talking about uh, Gluklia is, is one artist, curators like Anna Bitkina, Shavitz, um, but that they're, they, they gather together. You know, there's this growing up understanding that you're strong as a female. And there were these art gatherings with the Rosa Luchtenberg School uh, where young women that were, you know, six, 10, it was the daughters of these artists generationally they mix it all up and and I was like it happens in the U.S. but not to that extent and I, I and I was like this is this is really special this is really special I, I hadn't really had an in school culture and um so uh, it, it was just that in, engagement of you know generations and I, I think also culturally you know going back into you know history back to World War II the that that culture is also it's been a culture uh, that has had to survive without men because of mm. casualties of war and so forth. And, mm. you know, the uh, alcoholism, we'll just cut to the chase. Uh, uh, but, uh, but, um, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that, that, that decade, and obviously I'm not there right now, but uh, it was an interesting kind of insight into uh, these performance groups, like Chad a lot, factory of found mm. clothes and really this kind of the sisterhood of these really strong, amazing female performance mm. artists. And Pussy Riot came out of this this group. They they were they're yeah. like, we're grand grandmothers. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but, um, but but it but there is a very you know, there's a very sort of I'd say tight family of uh artists and performance artists and where there's the mm -hmm. uh I would say the ethos if you are an artist there, uh, the stakes are higher and that you have an ex, I would say there's an expectation or that you have a responsibility to voice yourself, voice your politics and, mm -hmm. and being an artist, capital A grants you that privilege. And it's your responsibility mm -hmm. to voice the truth or Pravda. And, and that's, um, yeah. And it's not that everything is maybe, I would say it goes into the commercial world, but to bring an artist up like Luclea again, you know, she's been at the Venice Biennale. She's, she's shown at the Pompidou. She's, you know, she's 
she's worldwide. She just had an amazing show at uh, Framer Framed in Amsterdam. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but th- but that I, I learned a lot. I, I learned I learned a lot there. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and I love the collage works. I guess I am not sure if I've seen your the thesis work you mentioned, but um, I'll okay. definitely. I'll get that from you and we'll include it in the, I'll, I'll in dig the, up some on the website. <laughs> yes, please. I'd love to see the works that, yeah. that kind of got you thinking or that got you started or that you think about, you think about what got you started on this um, trajectory or this theme. Um, do you feel that the, is the personal necessarily political yes. or Yes. Yes, yes, and that's something Tell I learned very quickly at my, mm. my um, whatever my 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 term in my term in um, Russia. Maybe that's a dirty word now, but, but there's people <laughs> yeah. and there's the politics. Um, but yeah. the, the personal is the personal is political, and uh, yeah. unfortunately, um, in the last year, uh, you know, the the person the personal has become political, and where we have to mm-hmm. scream the personal, I would say. Yeah, on the mm-hmm. streets, and I think uh, again going back to U.S. politics and Roe versus Wade, so that we have this divide in our country now, or this—I'm not mm-hmm. sure what it is—a black hole that opened up or something in the ground. <laughs> uh, this, mm-hmm. this this fissure yeah. yeah. goes back into time. You know, it's like we're let's let's go right. backward. Um, so right. I, I'm not to uh, time machines, but. Um, <laughs> Yourself in a really um, unfortunate time machine right now, and and so I I, I do believe that the personal is political, mm-hmm. and I, but also that we have our society, you know, you know, everything, social media, uh, statistics, the you know the fact that we fill out, you know, our, the the computers, you know, our phones are listening to our conversations, they're tracking what mm-hmm. we want to buy. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, it, mm-hmm. all of the personal um, becomes um, political. It also becomes public. <laughs> so, yeah, right. And, and yeah. commercial advertising. Yeah, yeah, and so and that is and that is political. I, I was yeah. uh, uh, helping uh, a friend who someone passed away, and I we were having a phone conversation about uh, burial urns. For crematorium, and all of a sudden, like five minutes later, I'm <laughs> getting into my phone for for urns and from and I was like, yeah, okay, this is, this is <laughs> yeah, it's amazing <laughs> how yeah. how that how it be, it becomes visible here and there, right? There are these yeah. moments, uh, often through what is advertised to us, we're like, oh wow, they really do know my search history. And like even across devices and across accounts, like there's an, at least. I'm sure if someone were to be super careful and strict, they could try to keep it separate. But like, I see just so much crossover from anywhere from someone else talking, suddenly gets into mine. It's really wild to see. Yeah, the AI and you know, and one of your, 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 I'd say one of your iconic photographs now of the, the, the selfie with the, you know, it's like the, what I call it Escher-esque, I guess. Like the, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the infinity selfie. Yeah. Like, how many book covers should that be on? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, but but, 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 it, but it, it really, it just gets to the, it gets to, 
it just it just gets mm. right to the the heart i don't know the heart the the the, mm. the heart piercing the soul piercing it just it just mm-hmm. it, it, it speaks to our society um you know but multitudes yeah. you know of of of, of yeah. actually you know in 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 complex yeah. conversations there's there's a number of yeah. con- conversations you can have around that image that it talks mm-hmm. about but um, I, I mean, I know that how long, and I, I don't want to interview, but, it, but it's, it's important. It's important bringing up your work here too. But was that like a decade ago? Like when did you, cause it was very, um, it was, it was very sort of prolific actually. <laughs> I, I think like, what um, I have to be, I, how, is it the infinity selfie? Is that yeah, like the yes, selfie yes. on the selfie on the selfie yes, on the selfie? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that, when was that? 2016, I think I did oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. So not quite a decade, but close. Yeah. 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 No, it's, 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 it's yeah. cool. It's Thank like you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's awesome. <laughs> You're the queen of iconic works, I would say, actually, <laughs> given, I mean, yeah, oh. the, yeah, the kind of work you do. Actually, I'm curious, actually, what the horse reappears in your work a lot. Does yeah. it does that symbolize anything in particular for you? Could you talk about that? Happy to. Yeah, the horse uh, it it wears. I would say sort of different, uh, different, different, different hats. Or um, it it has uh, the horse is, is. I I think I when I started to work with the horse. I, I, to go back to a, a kind of a more, I'd say, a more sexual conversation, um, or just you know, the, I don't know, the Freudian conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was a horse girl growing up. I loved. I had my prayer uh-huh. horse. I loved my horses. I dreamed about horses. I always wanted a horse. Oh. Um, but but the horse, it's an erotic animal, and um, mm-hmm. um, not that. I mean, I, an interesting film that came out over a decade ago. A somewhat controversial um, zoo, which speaks about bestiality. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has, it's an interesting film in the arc of the film. I'm going off subject a little bit, but that it shows this um, the kind I would say empathy for um, uh, those that practice this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I do that. I don't, but for the record, but yeah. <laughs> it was interesting because it, it also, it brought up, you know, maybe uncomfortable. You're like, yeah, but there is, there's something, there's the beauty, there's the grace, but politic, there's also the political edge in the film. So it's, it's dealing with this mm-hmm. sort of the erotic beauty of the horse, but it's also a symbol of um, empire in my work mm-hmm. of power. Mm-hmm. And I use it very mm-hmm. much. A, a sort of a symbol of male power. Um, so the headless horse sculptures back uh, to the, I'm going back to 2008 um, in the uh, river, river to infinity, the vanishing points. And there are these two spinning stone encrusted horses uh, that are life size and their heads have been cut off and their mirrors where their heads used to be. And they're reflecting throughout the gallery, kind of like disco balls. And what they're reflecting are the portraits, the appropriated um, Edward S. Curtis portraits of the Native Americans that he did. So they're actually picking up the reflection mm. from, and so it, it's a disco ball of disembodied Native American heads coming from the horse head. So there's mm. mechanics in this piece mm. that you can't really see unless you're 
in the installation. But the horses were also presented as, as kind of this year's new model on these mirrors spinning, uh, sort of uh, like new car uh, pedestal, spinning pedestals, uh, kind of for like, uh, I don't know, yeah, car shows. Um, yeah. yeah. And, 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 the, but it was, it was, there was something tragic, but it's that the power has been taken away, but horses were mm. also, you know, they were, they're sacred of the Na- native Americans and mm-hmm. they, were, they, were, they were working with both. It was sort of the, the genocide, mm-hmm. this, but also this animal that um, both brought, I would say the native Americans to their demise and, and it also, but mm. it also at the same time, it gave them, gave them power into so mm-hmm. it was it, it was really a duality um the next work uh larger work that featured a horse was nightmare um it was nightmare on the mississippi and the nightmare on the neva which is a uh video it's a public video uh work that migrates down rivers and it's made mm-hmm. by a lcd screen that's about the size of a billboard like an event screen from a, like a rock show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one image of, it's kind of like Moiburgesque of like this horse that runs down a river. And it, and, the, and it took on a different, I'd say different characteristics and different meanings and metaphors depending on where it was. And that's, that's what I liked about it. It was kind mm-hmm. of shapeshifter horse in, in a way. When it was on the Mississippi going through um, Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul, the Lakota people came out for the performance. And I, I actually didn't, I have to be honest, I didn't, I didn't know this. And after the, one of the runs, a group came up to me and they said, thank you yeah. for, for, for running, for, for celebrating our holiday. And so there's a particular holiday they have with, with the white horse and they, and it happened to be on their holiday that it ran down the Mississippi. And I was like, wow, like incredible. Oh yeah. But thank you. You're, you're, you're teaching me something here. And, and so it was, it was, it was auspicious. I, and, and mm. the, uh, the work also, it, it, the other thing with that work is I thought of it as a kind of feminine, this sort of female response to land art, which was very mm. male. Oh, interesting. And I am, I, yeah. as I say, I kind of, I kind of, I'm from the church of land art. That's my, my religion a little bit growing up. You know, I was a big fan of Walter Maria and Michael Heiser and Smithson mm-hmm. and Nancy Holt. And, you know, so the, the, the woman too. Um, but uh, I started to think about instead of land, work that could go globally work that could, you know, what, what is, mm. what is the um, trajectory of land art? Where did it go? Um, mm. I think, I think, you know, we, we know why it didn't necessarily succeed or, you know, there was, it was big money, big finances. They couldn't get out of the galleries. They still needed Virginia mm-hmm. and the funders to fund these gigantic projects, but, but water, you know, and water is this sort of, mm. and, um, you know, this feminine um, source and so versus land. So it's sort of, again, this kind of duality. Interesting. And and I was like, this, this is sort of a, this is sort of a feminist um, flip on land art. It's called water art. That's really cool. (laughs) And that's really cool. So the, and then I was like in scale and I was like, this work Mm. can go down rivers. This work could, 
circumnavigate the globe. That's the goal. Huh? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but I would like to bring it all the way down the Mississippi. But then in 2014, it ran, <coughs> excuse me, down the uh, Neva River in St. Petersburg, and it took on a different meaning. Mm-hmm. And in terms of revolution, and looking back at it now in 2014, and when it happened, which was mm-hmm. literally a week after the plane went down in the Ukraine, this. Uh, the meaning of the piece in St. Petersburg oh. kind of recovery of the white horse that drops into the Neva river in Eisenstein's uh, film, 10 days that shook the world, which was this sort of recreation of the 1917 Russian revolution. And yeah. that there, there was something, there's something pretty dark when I look back about sort of her heart, <laughs> It's life or life imitates art. <laughs> wild, but, but that <clears throat> this the idea was that this horse comes back out of the water, and so it's this recovery or this resurrection of this white horse wow. from the film. And then it rode it rode around on the river past the Hermitage, or, and it was really you know beautiful. It was a spectacle. The idea was mm-hmm. a little flanarian, and, and you kind of see it from the city. You understand yourself in the city, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. successful. Um, but I just started to think about the timing of that piece in the last mm-hmm. few weeks, actually, with the mm-hmm. the, anniver- the year anniversary of the war in mm-hmm. Ukraine. And, and I remember why that piece didn't, uh, it was supposed to run in Moscow first. And the reason why it didn't is because I'm an American artist and they canceled it a few days after mm-hmm. the plane went down and we did run it in St. Petersburg um, with a parallel program with the Manifesta uh, Art mm. Festival at, at that time. And uh, it, so I just, just right now it's, 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 I've been thinking about that timing mm. um, and this resurrection of, wow. you know, the sort of mystical resurrection of the Eisenstein horse. Yeah. I, I don't know. Wow. How That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, our, 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 our channels, our channels, interesting things. And I, I think artists, I, I was having a conversation with um, uh, a, a ga- amazing gallerist I work with and just a huge shout out to Melissa Morgan, who's been a great, great um, supporter and uh, of, of my work. Um, and, and, and we had a conversation about how artists have this ability. Now, not, not to be, I would say like we're, we're not like crystal balls or anything, but, but that we're, we, we just, we're, we see the writing on the wall mm-hmm. early. Like we're picking up on particular energies. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you might call it a sixth sense. I, I just think that we're, we're reading different things. We're, we're sensitive to different mm-hmm. things. I don't, I don't think it's that mystical. I actually think that we're, we're literally just picking up on mm-hmm. different visuals, uh, things that we hear. Right piecing it together and I you know many many artists I think are very early with yeah and then you see things come to fruition that are maybe not very Mm. comfortable but yeah Melissa was saying how she was beautiful she's like artists do this she goes that's why I'm yeah Yeah, I I, I believe in this Ah, that's really cool so yeah she's very cool that's beautiful yeah yeah um how let's see What's your take on the relationship between feminism and art? Oh, my take on feminism and art. Um, 
I uh, my take is that I that feminism feminism has found I would say a voice. It's it's created an art an artism onto itself. Mm. Um, but I mm. think that art has art is a channel uh, for fe- the feminist conversation and voice. And it and it's and it's as art is with other uh, subjects that can be complicated, um, can be offsetting sometimes to individuals. It's it's a platform. Art becomes a platform for for feminism, where where ideas can manifest in a way where with art, you know, we, we're drawn to it. We're drawn to it because of beauty. Sometimes. But sort of, it's not beautiful because it's challenging. But we're working in a non-verbal language often, and so other ideas are out there within visual work, conceptual work too, um, also in music, theater. But um, that we can, we have, we we have time to like take it in. We see it. It doesn't necessarily, you know, put us up against the wall. It's we're we're going to have to like parse things out, make mm-hmm. sense of it for ourselves, and we're going to have with with art. We find ourselves within feminism. So when we look at mm-hmm. artists that are working with feminist conversations, the art gives us. It's kind of a it's a cushion or it's it's an experience for us to consider ourselves within it. I, I feel that that's that's one of the and especially now with so many things that are going on. Also, I, I work a lot. I'm working uh, with Ukrainian refugees right now. That's a, that's another conversation. But it's like, mm-hmm. where can you have these conversations where you you're not going to necessarily agree, but it's it's a mm-hmm. kind of safe, but or not that mm-hmm. it should be safe. But but I'll I'll, I'll say that it, it's a it's, it's a it's a porthole for others mm. to, to take in this conversation. But I, but mm. I, the, the wonderful thing, I think that when we, if you take a, a movement or a philosophy, and I would say that feminism and art um, have created bodies of art, move, a movement of art, movements, excuse me, plural, actually, obviously, um, that uh, there's, there's this whole other facet to contemporary art and in mm-hmm. this place of language, and uh, yeah, and we, I mean, we have that, of, of course, with 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 queer art too, um, mm-hmm. trans art with other with other uh, with other groups. I would say that if you if you again with mm-hmm. identifiers, but but art is there's there it's there's philosophy there's a philosophy with it, and there are movements within art, years of art that are about about this. And I, I think that that's, um, hmm. that, you know, we're, we're two, we're a particular, uh, philosophy and movement come together with a, with, with a, with a, you know, uh, now going on for, you know, 40, 50 years, almost of an ongoing evolution of, of an art, a, a facet with an art, um, a whole movement with an art. And, uh, hmm. that's, that's, I think that's pretty singular, actually. I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with another, yeah. I would say, philosophy movement huh. that has that continues. But also, huh. it, there's a need for it to continue 
because of mm-hmm. politics <laughs> too, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, and I, and I, and, and I, and that's, and that's, that's, and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But I, I, you know, going back to, I'll, I'll say just cause it's the last, you know, museum, but amazing museum show, but uh, thinking about the Wenguchi Mutu show, you know, that's just, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just, and, and, and I will say that there are institutions going back to the, you know, what we were talking about earlier in that there are institutions that um, champion uh, female artists and the new museum, of course, is one of those for solo exhibitions and mm-hmm. career retrospectives. The uh, mm-hmm. Culture Center, I know, is is another one. Uh, but, you know, it, it'd be nice if there were more, <laughs> so, you know, on, you know, on, on I would say where we, we, where we don't have to, like, point this out anymore because we, we still are pointing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So well said. Um, what, uh, okay. Sort of, this is my, what do you call it? How do I say most, uh, sort of, I'm not sure what the right word is, obtruse question, but the question is, can a woman just be art? Can a woman just be art? Can a woman just be art? Um, I guess, yeah, it, 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 okay, I'm, I'm thinking of that, like art as in life artists. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to force, okay, you're, I, I know you said that's that. the, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a, however you want to interpret it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think we can just be art. Yeah. I think, I think that we're, 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 we're many things but I can think of a few people that would challenge me on that and that identify mm-hmm. as life mm-hmm. artists. And that mm-hmm. so there's that, you know, that's, that's the, everything I do is art. Um, yeah. Everything I consider is art that my being is art. Yeah. I am, I am, I am a complete artwork. And um, I would say so yes, actually, um, if you're if you're if you're following that that practice and that definition, mm-hmm. then 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 yeah, mm-hmm. then yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I mean that that's a very that's sort of an, a narrow definition, but one that I applaud. You know, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I you know it's for for those for those that <laughs> are are that. Um, but I I would say that I, I think now. Um, you know, we, and I, I think that there is a definition or I'd say not a definition, but a, uh, a, a division. You can, you can be an artist activist, but going back to right now, things that we need to say and voices that we need to get out and going back to the, the personal being political uh, is that we are artists. And I think that women can also be activists and we can be mm-hmm. mothers, daughters, partners mm-hmm. lives you know for, for all the other labels we want to you know mm-hmm. within ourselves um mm-hmm. and um you know and 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 artists artist slash writer if you, if you want to create a very holistic practice mm-hmm. uh but mm-hmm. but i but yes i i think that you you can be a life artist where everything you do and i i applaud that 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 existence <laughs> i wish i could do that <laughs> Um, but yes, I, I think in <laughs> following that definition or yeah. that, that experience, yes. 
Yes. But that's but, a great answer. I like the both yes and no kind of quality of that. You're like, yes, in some ways and no in other ways not. Or, you know, or it depends on how I guess the person chooses to identify themselves and their practice. Um Yeah. I, I like it like when yeah. when I'm I, I wish I could feel more like an artist when I'm writing grants or you know, <laughs> admin work or totally. I, I should I should make more of a point of that like when I'm grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a goal. Totally. It's a goal. Okay, it's a goal. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I hear okay. that. Same. <laughs> but but I, cool. I but, um, but I think there's also you know it's like, but then I I think about this sort of object oriented mm. woman as art as mm-hmm. you know it, the subject. So then there's mm-hmm. there's that aspect mm. which um, you know I. You know, so you know the, the the thinking about, we'll say, a female nude, or thinking about. I was talking uh, to someone recently about uh, various veneer portraits, you know, and so everything else, the woman with the pearl earring is. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we're looking right. at objects and subjects, and what right. and what what un- unpacking the, the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very well said. Yeah. Um, what, please name some female artists that you're excited about and why? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I, well, I guess, I guess it's, 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 uh, for some of the, the I would say materials, uh, one of my, uh, I pay, I pay a lot of attention to Lisa Kuwait, who's a, Polish artist. She she shows in the U.S. with uh, 303 Gallery. Uh, she's a sculptor, primarily. Um, but I I find her material used to be quite poetic, and that she's dealing with very you know I'd say the sort of the, some of the big subjects: time, permanence, uh, mm-hmm. time and permanence, and uh, physics. Uh, astrology so uh, part part of part of my I, I think it's also the way it links to some of my subject matters also with space yeah. exploration which which is um another another um aspect of of what i'm um working with currently <clears throat> um uh i guess again not i i, I paid a coin huge huge fan always um as she continues to just totally blow my mind with, with, with the, you know, just these impressive installations uh, that, that she does. Um, who else, who else am I? Um, there, I mean, this is, this is, this is a really hard question. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's, let's see. Um, well, I mean, I, I've brought it up way too many times, but yeah, I, again, I think just a, a renewed, just, sense of awe of uh Wingucci Mutu's work. Yeah. Um uh Gluclea, brought up Gluclea, um mm-hmm. who um is a friend, but uh, she's but she's also I, I I feel fortunate to like to like sort of know some of my heroes too. Uh oh, that's she, amazing, yeah. <laughs> but she works very much about we're at the core of her work, the work is about that the personal is political. And uh, she works with it, it's 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 a broad uh, practice that starts with 
I would say particular communities and social engagement work. And she will create a number of amazing, you might call them garment art or costumes. And then there's Mm. a performance, a parade. Uh, There's a whole series of just very gorgeous, eloquent drawings that she does. And, and then it, the work usually ends with a, a, a video, a, a video work that then seen. So there's objects, but it's the way, it's the poetics of her work. It's the empathy that her work has. And uh, for, for those that do not have a voice, she gives voice to, uh, for instance, her work began um, with the factory of found clothes um, with her, her then creative partner, uh, Sophia. And it, and they were working with young women that were sexually abused. This was in St. Petersburg or, or psychologically abused. And they would create workshops where they would make these garments mm-hmm. and sort of that their, their traumas, the, the issues were, were channeled into these garments. And this became uh, the really sort of the core of Gluglia's work where she started to do more and more workshops and the workshops were, were with more targeted audiences. She did an amazing piece with, uh, it was with a, a group of uh, professional ballerinas where, where they from, this was Marinsky and where they were then dancing wow. with um, Uzbeki migrant workers that are basically street food. <laughs> And, and she put them in, she's like, might be a total wow. but they were dancing together in this abandoned space. So cool. And, and so Gluclea's work always just, um, it, it inspires me. Um, it sometimes brings me to tears and she's very open to that. You know, it sometimes, sometimes it is a failure. She mm. can't, she goes, mm. I can try. That's I cool. I can't know. You know, it's sort of the privilege. She's understanding like the privileged position that she has as a as an artist, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, and then the desire to bring to help people and to have their voice have agency through art again, Mm -hmm. as much as she can. But she does a lot of public parades too. So they're really cool public performance. So does um those three for now. So yeah, those are great. Those are wonderful. Um, does so this might be kind of old school, but I feel like we used to call that social practice. Yeah. Is that still a phrase that's, because you use the phrase social engagement, um, but it, social practice I haven't heard in yeah. years, like literally not since I think probably yeah. 2015 or something. I'm just curious. Do you know, do people still call it that or? or yes. No? Yeah. Yes. I think oh, they do. Okay. Okay. I believe they do. I believe they do. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's always, okay. yeah, there's always the, you know, it's like what, what's there's always, there's always a kind of um, need to, you know what? What are the what are the hot words? What are the not hot words? Right, 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 right. It's not hot anymore. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, really, <laughs> not hot. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. It's like practice. I, I feel like pra- even. I mean, I I, I use it. I, I use it as a, you know, an activity. Yeah. But but I, I felt I feel like it's very um very very like two thousand six. You know. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Yeah. But I'm sure it it's, really there's, there's a lot of practice, 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 practice. Wait, I'm right, practice, right. Practice. We're just sick of the word practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it, that's great. Yeah. Is but, there anything else you'd like to add? Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, I, 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 there's, uh, let's see. Well, I, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm spacing out actually on the, 
director's name and I feel horrible right now, but I, I'm, I'm going to do one last shout out for art. If you're an artist, I'll say this is a director. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, okay. Finnish science fiction uh, director and the film from, it was, I think it came out in 2019, Aniara. Amazing. Amazing film. Um, yeah, that's uh, so. But I'm going. To, I'm going to have to do a, a quick search. My my apologies um, in advance to um, the public here. So, um, but um, it's and it it's it's uh, definitely a story with a female antagonist, and it's 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 where if he, if 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 women could run the world or were the captains of the ship the ship would not have gone off course. So, <laughs> so, so, um, but, but it, it, it is, it, it's, it's a, it's a very hardcore feminist critique of, again, power structures, power plays, who, who has the knowledge, who does not, when, when do people sort of fall on their sword? And, um, can I get it? One, one second, let's see. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, directors. Um, it's Pelea Kalgarin and um, Hugo Lia. So okay. So it's it's oh, a, cool. so it was actually it's two. Yeah. So Pelea Kalgarin oh. and and I. Um, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. It's not a, it's not a very upbeat film. And, and I will say <laughs> probably one of the only films that can hold a candle to 2001, a space odyssey and Solaris. And they're, wow. they're growing a little bit in the last, the, the, the third act, uh, with the time sequence, but that's okay. Cause it's brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> exciting. Tomorrow, Thank you. you know, borrow big so, so yeah that's um, cool yeah but but for um awesome. it's, it's all it's all about the power it's it's all about feminism and feminism five thousand years into the future so wow no yeah. fun that's amazing um well thank you so much for talking with me it was a total pleasure to Such see you and hear from you again so um yeah thank you That's such a i'll be in touch yeah thank you so much thank you for this opportunity and it was it was, it was great to thank you. thank you okay thank you have a great night you too take care bye, bye. this has been the women as an art podcast hosted by me leah schrager Please visit womenasanart.com for more information and to find us on socials. Thanks.